We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I mean, freaking went away from the game plan again. Yeah. Okay? And, you know, discipline is the flight of the eagle. The reason why we can't fly is because we won't be disciplined. You know, if, I, if I'm the leader of that team, I don't know who the leader is, but if I'm the leader of that team, I'm tearing that locker room up, okay? Because we know the freaking formula. Use it. Great stuff. Uh, admittedly, I heard this after the fact. I, I was, the game started when we were here on the air, and then I had some family stuff to do after the show. So I blitzed through that game on DVR by myself, like, late night. I did not see it live. I was not following the social media reaction, so I did not watch post game. And, but I, I wanted, you know, I was like, I want to watch this every dribble of this Bulls game because it's this winning stretch. Right. I knew we were going to talk about it. We had talked about the standards for that game. Could they do it back to back? Man, good on Kendall Gill. We'll play Will Purdue here in just a second. But I, you hit it, man, yesterday on how it was crazy that Patrick Williams was his first ever double double with the 18 and 10. Dude had seven and five last night. Right. Yeah. Played 28 minutes. Was just a ghost. Was just running up and down the court. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And that's just one guy. And, and Levine, right. a disaster dribbling and shooting. The defense in the second half was pathetic. It was, it, you, they could get whatever the hell they wanted on the court and they didn't have their best player. Like it was, it was, it was embarrassing. But the, the second you want to look at them and say, oh, well, this is a stretch of winnable games and I want to put a little bit of expectations <laughs> on this team, they just let you down. And the, the expectations is one thing, but there, there's no faith that's possible in, in those expectations that they can actually meet them, that they can achieve them because they've been so horribly inconsistent at, at every stretch of this season. And they've, you know, for a while, it, it, it just felt like sheer effort at times that was lacking. And that even last night, it didn't even seem to be a lack of effort that was there, but just the, the abandonment of, of just, pure basketball sense, the abandonment of what was happening, what was working in the first half of that game. Once you get into half number two, that was the thing that that Kendall and Will and Jason immediately when they came on after the game. And I've I've been there like for we do our Bears post game like this past season wasn't as bad, but like sitting there with Lou and Jim and we're Bears game ends and we come right on afterwards in 2021 was that season. 2021 was that year was like, all right, they still got. They got guys here. There's expectations here, but it's not it's not going well, and, and it's not fun to discuss it afterwards. You're just exasperated to come on the air and discuss it afterwards, and they, that was as exasperated as I've seen them look coming out of a game. Here's Will Purdue last night on the lack of sacrifice. You can't look at the score sheet and be like, we're up 16. I got to get mine before the end of the game. Yeah. You can't do that yeah. because guess what? And Kendall knows this, but what's the one thing you, that, I, that sticks out to me that tells me how fortunate I was to play on the teams that I played on? Because you talked about how when Michael Jordan figured out that it wasn't just about winning, mm-hmm. it wasn't just about scoring points, 
It was about making the sacrifices in order to win championships, not just games. Yeah. Right. And you talked about how you just you used to watch these games and how you just felt jealous because I'm not on that team. I want to be on that team. Yeah. Because as, as I mean, who in the hell would have ever thought that Michael Jordan would have looked at Steve Kerr and said, "Dude, you're I'm coming to you." And yeah. Steve said, "I'll be ready." Right. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. I assume you've got some uh, insights into the idea of the athlete sacrificing for the greater good. Here's the thing. Or lack man. thereof. The the role of Billy Donovan with this ball club, and I, I respect the fact that, that AK and, and Eversley, that they decided, they said, we're going to extend Billy Donovan, we're going to empower him and make sure that these big contracts and these big personalities and these experienced guys with all these pelts on the wall, that they know this is our coach. But the same expectations that are being placed on Zach Levine to show up every night, whether it's been with his bum knee last year, his bum finger now, and you know if he's going to shoot and miss a bunch of threes, then you know what? Then he's making an error judgment until he starts making his three-pointers. And if Vooch isn't calling for the ball, demanding it in the post, then we can look at Vooch with that harsh glare of expectation because he's been paid and he's been an all-star and he's very gifted. Billy Donovan is supposedly a very gifted leader. He is supposedly a guy who is a very talented and accomplished coach in the NBA. So as much expectation as we can, we should, and I do feel like DeMar DeRozan, I feel like Debo gets a bit of a pass sometimes because he's a great finisher and because he came with a certain level of expectation, frankly, that he's exceeded here in Chicago. He just hasn't been the problem. He has been a problem. De- DeRozan? Yes. What, what do you mean he hasn't been the problem? He is one of the problems that they have. He's not an exceptional defender. He doesn't. He, he goes ISO in situations where they shouldn't be going ISO. He is one of the problems that the Bulls possess. He's not the biggest problem, no, well, but and he especially is definitely ter- a problem. Well, I mean, and in terms of we were talking about like leadership and accountability. I mean, he's bringing Patrick Williams out to his place in L.A. in the offseason well, to, yeah. to do the two-a-day workouts. But execution matters, too. I no, love I know. that. And I mean, he had, what, 33 last night? I mean, he was like one of the only dudes who showed up. I, I, I hear what you're saying. The 33 isn't the only way he's allowed to show up, Danny. Like yeah, when, sure. when, when, Zach Levine, when Zach Levine scores 33, there's a bunch of other questions about what he did distributing the basketball, what he did on defense, how many turnovers he had. DeMar DeRozan gets to skate on that far more frequently than Zach does. And I'm not saying we shouldn't blame Zach for some of that, but DeMar DeRozan deserves blame too. But his expectations are different. DeMar DeRozan got signed here, and everybody assumed that DeMar DeRozan was on the back end of his career. We weren't going to get a whole lot of him, and he's definitely not going to be a max guy, so it doesn't really matter. And then he played for a stretch last season that's MVP level, and he shows up hard late in games. But DeMar DeRozan is a very imperfect basketball player, and he is the best player on the Bulls, the most consistently productive guy on the Bulls, but he is not blameless in this either. All those guys can share it, and Billy Donovan should share in that blame as well. I completely agree about the Donovan point. The DeRozan thing, dude, it's just not a two-way player, man. He can't make himself a new two-way player. He's not a good enough athlete. If He's too old. He's just not. Like I, 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 can, I can ask my Camry to go faster, but it just can, it can only do so many things. How, you know, like he's not a good defensive player. I agree. He's not a good defensive player. <laughs> like, Nikola Vucevic isn't a good defensive player. Zach Levine and isn't a good defensive player. Yes. Yeah. So AK shouldn't get off the hook for that. Like, oh, he doesn't. We, he doesn't. We focus on Zach Levine at a far enhanced manner than we do everyone else. Is I my agree. point. Like, Zach Levine shouldn't get off the hook, but neither should DeRozan. The expectations are so different 
where right now DeRozan has been the best player on the Bulls, but frankly, the best pure basketball player is probably Vooch. If not but Alex nobody Caruso. nobody else realizes it. So we will talk. We'll get back to this. This is very spirited. Aunt Heron. Fired up. I love it. I'm just, my Bulls spirit is dead. And that's the, oh, we got to fight. No, there's no fight. I just, I like, this team just doesn't deserve you to get mad, man. They are pathetic across the board. <laughs> Boomer Esiason. It's been a while since we talked to him, but we're going to talk to him ahead of an awesome slate of games championship Sunday. Next on the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.